0: You're listening to It Came From Gen X. Hey, welcome. This is It Came From Gen X. It is a beautiful day in the month of May. I'm Keith Porter, a.k.a. Porterhouse, along with my man, Brian Fisher, a.k.a. The Fish Bone. What's up, my brother?
1: Hey, man. Great weekend. Uh, I was able to... uh, Preside over a officiate a wedding. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yes. Preside. Preside's good.
1: Preside. Yeah. Preside over a wedding. That's a big absolutely. boy word. You can use that. Yeah. How, how about that? So, <laughs> as you have before, uh, Keith. Yeah. Uh, se- several times. So, uh, yeah. So, very good friend of mine. One of my oldest uh, friends that you know as well, of course. Oh, uh, absolutely. That's
0: my guy. Yeah.
1: Absolutely, and his beautiful uh, wife now, Tina. That's awesome. Uh, you know, did me the honor of of asking me to officiate their wedding some time ago. So. We prepped and we got uh, the, the ceremony was held in a, a lovely historic church in the area. And actually, it went. Very I heard it was well. beautiful.
0: The report yeah. I got, there were tears, uh, dude. Yes. You, you did an excellent job. I couldn't be prouder of you. I hate I missed it. Um, I My question is this what's Skinner's problem? I mean, yeah. we're toeing the line here, dude, with the weddings. That's right. What a slacker. We gotta talk to him, man. He can't come back till he does a wedding.
1: Yeah. Well I like we'll let him idea. back,
0: but he's not officially in the club till he does a wedding. So
1: I like that idea. So yeah, we'll, I we'll think give that's good. <laughs> his uh and until he gets his credentials and right. performs a wedding, he is he's not efficient. he is not permitted to talk about any Nick Cage movie reviews. I think that's fair. That?
0: That's only fair. That's totally I like fair. it. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, we're ragging on, on the skin bone who is away <laughs> on a much needed and deserved vacation.
1: Uh, him and his lovely. family.
0: Uh, I, man, you, the, they sent a picture out there on the boat fishing, having a blast in the water. Mm-hmm. I hate them. No, just kidding. <laughs> but, no, look, they're having a great time. Uh, Lovely wife, Marcy, saw a croc today. I would like to see seen that. That might have been worth the price of admission. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we wish uh, Skinner and his family an awesome time. And um, they certainly deserve it. They've been through so much, as we all have. Oh, yeah. I had a great, great weekend myself. Got to get away for the first time in years. Uh, I don't think I've been anywhere since I went to Atlanta, maybe five years ago. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So this was great. It was a, it was a short little trip you know just a few days down in kentucky with the diamond phillips band uh wrote the last song for the cd best song we ever wrote had a great time yeah very excited about it um got a very very powerful six thousand watt pa system for outdoor live shows we own it um don't have to rent it and uh really excited about that so it was a good getaway of course came home and uh you know, a tough day being Mother's Day yesterday. Yes. Uh, having recently lost my mom, but uh, got some rest, and I am raring to go today. So, All right. Yeah, it's not to talk about. But before we get started, I, 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 I've got to just, this is not a uh, an endorsement. This is not a, a sponsor. This is just me telling you how it is. The, one of the first places I couldn't wait to get back today was my chiropractor fish. Mm -hmm. I consider myself an unofficial expert on chiropractors because I've had four or five in two years. (laughs) So I've got to know what's a good one and what's a bad one. Mm. Uh, But I was truly blessed about, I don't know, eight months ago when I stumbled uh, on on a site on Facebook and was contacted by Star Chiropractic and Wellness in Cuyahoga Falls. Okay. And I tell you what, when I went there, I was skeptical because of my past experience. But I said, what the heck? I'll give this one more try. I was blown away by the, the 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 place was brand spanking new. The equipment was top of the line, cutting edge. And I met two of the most wonderful people I've met in my life. They've been life changers in my life. Um, Dr. Pat Fance and his uh, wonderful, lovely wife, Dow, who runs the office and they changed my life. Um, My mom loved them uh, before her passing. She just couldn't wait to go there. And I got to tell you what, when you go there, you will know you are in a, a family oriented place. You will know that they care about you. This guy, for somebody so young, I cannot believe the knowledge that he has of the human body, the understanding that he has. We have the best conversations. Uh, I learn something every time I go there. We talk about football. It's just one of the best parts of my week going there. And I just told them today, you know, I, I got to let people know about this place. But it's Star Chiropractic and Wellness located at 209 Portage Trail, Extension West. That's Suite 101 in Caga Falls. Go there, check them out. They work with most insurances. You will, You will be like, man, this is an experience. This isn't a doctor's visit. This is an experience. Um, I was standing there today. They had a new customer, a new client, and she was going off how wonderful they were. I said, lady, you don't know the half of it. You know, you're new. <laughs> I've been coming here for months, and I just wanted to let everybody know uh, where I go because I think it's important to get a good one. Like I said, I'm not doing this for an endorsement, but I know what a bad chiropractor can do, and I was paying people to go in there. They cracked my back and said, see you next week and did nothing for me. So check out Star Chiropractic and Wellness. Uh, 209 Portage Trail, Extension West. That's in Cuyahoga Falls, Suite 101. Had to put that out there. Thank you, brother.
1: Sure. Tell them, tell them where they can find the show. All right. You might be listening to us at Star Chiropractor in the waiting area, perhaps. <laughs> you you know. might be. Yeah. Uh, or you might be listening to us on uh, WMVU.org at Global Internet Radio, Mondays from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern. Just pull up their site, play live now. And uh, you can listen to us right there, along with our other fine content. They have other shows and uh, terrific music catalog, et cetera, all for free. You can listen to us whenever you want to on demand. We're on many major podcast platforms Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Verbal, Stitcher, uh, a lot of things out there. So give us a subscribe, uh, rate, and review if you're able to. And as we publish new episodes, they'll pop in your feed there for you. All show information. Videos on our YouTube channel. It came from Gen X. Uh, Facebook page, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, two main places. Our Linktree account is Google Linktree. It came from Gen X and is simply a page with links to our stuff. Very, Very simple. simple. And our website, it came from Gen X, one word dot WordPress. Also one word.com. It came from GenX.wordpress.com. All show information's there. Links to episodes. Links to where you can listen to us. Links to uh, videos, promos, bios. And if you are so inclined to you know, get Keith a uh, chiropractic uh, visit you know, or something like that, you may sponsor the show there through our Patreon account. Patreon.com uh, slash it came from GenX. One-time donation or subscribe. Or if you pay for want to my colonic. Whatever. sure absolutely absolutely that'll that'll be that'll be a show in itself (laughs) so if you like our stuff we appreciate it to give us a like share subscribe follow uh we appreciate your support out there uh means more than you know thank you very much so the skin
0: bone is gone we're we're gonna pull slack a little bit with a little bit of news man start us off fish
1: yeah, just we kind of a, a crazy news story that's uh, got some national attention here. Uh, we're not getting into the heavy stuff on this show. I mean, there's a lot going right. on with you know we know the war and the Supreme Court and women's rights. There's all kinds mm-hmm. of things out there that a lot of shows are weighing in on, and we care about those things, but it's just not really our wheelhouse right. here. So you know, we recognize that all that is definitely happening, but uh, this is kind of a, just a crazy story. So uh, Alabama, so. These two people happen to have the last name, but they're not re- related. Mm. So Vicki White was a corrections officer, uh, 56 years of age, and uh, Casey White, 38 years of age, was an inmate. Uh, this corrections officer was you know, nearing retirement, pension, the whole bit, uh, well respected, uh, and they just all of a sudden disappears with this inmate and turns out they had this whole elaborate plan. They had cash, they had vehicles and they've been on the run here for a little bit and they were just caught today. So today is uh, Monday, May the 9th where we're shooting this. So, uh, you know, car crash, a high speed chase. Uh, she no, did. Hold on, hold on. Let's be clear for her- a minute. Fish. Okay. Go ahead. This was yep.
0: an escape inmate, right?
1: A- yes. Okay. So you're, you're yes. Escaped. Yes indeed. So it's just, it, all signs put, you know, she helped him escape and they just went on the run together. This guy has a long criminal record for many years. Uh she did uh, you know, she, there was she did, there was a self inflicted gun wound today. She's alive. Okay, so it looks like after they maybe they crashed she would get caught or something, she uh shot herself. But um Wow. I don't know. Yeah, so just uh yeah, you know, she is alive, like I said. It's just a crazy. So it's I I'm trying to see how long this has been going on. It's at least a week or so that this has been happening, I believe. So, uh, yeah, Unreal. and just like one of the more crazier news stories we've seen in quite some time. And it's just and you feel for this poor lady, because I'm sure you know it all smells like you know he just definitely obviously took advantage of this lady. Who knows what was promised or said or whatever it is, but just throws away. Her reputation her pension her, cor- and what you know, was her, her career her again she was a corrections officer at this uh, uh okay. jail where this guy was, so obviously okay. connected there and you know. Uh, things happen, and, and they, they made this plan. So, yeah, it just made me go back and reflect. And so, you know, we, we've had a few of these stories in our time. Certainly, I mean, I, you know, obviously the OJ chase was uh, not, not really a high speed chase or anything like that, but it was one of the more crazier stories of right. our time. But I don't know, just crazy nuts. So, well, any any thoughts this. on this? Go ahead. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, let's talk about this one uh, directly. Um you were saying, you know, you kind of feel bad for, you might take advantage of her. Let, I, I'm going to go just tell you what I know, okay? um, My minor is in criminal justice.
1: Mm-hmm, okay? That's right, yep.
0: Um, One thing I learned from, you know, uh, school tours or whatever, visit, what have you, uh, corrections officers are no joke. It takes a certain mentality sure. to do that job unlike any other you, you can't even imagine what they have to put up with the level of awareness that they have to have um i'm hard-pressed to say that she was taken advantage of i don't know but i i just want to be hard-pressed to believe that know, well what be. i know about what it mm-hmm. takes to be a corrections officer mm-hmm. it ain't like you know you slip by or something like that you know or They let you know a couple of people that might not be qualified because of a status quo. No, you got to be on that level. So, I I just have a hard time seeing that. What I do see a lot, and I don't understand it, is this fascination that women have with inmates, with the incarcerated. Yeah, there's a whole show about it. I don't know if you've seen a reality show about it. I haven't. Yeah, there's a whole reality show about women dating men who are locked up (laughs) (laughs) and it's and it's one after the other that's that's their thing you know i i I like tall girls i like white girls i like black girls i like blonde girls hey i like girls with webbed feet no this is about women who like inmates you know i don't know if it's because they know where they are at night i don't (laughs) don't know
1: you would you would know that yeah, yeah yeah or
0: they feel needed you know that you know because the there's a certain way a guy acts when he's locked up towards a woman. He ain't going to act when he's out, you know, because she's, you know, taking care of him, little money in the commissary, the love letters, the dirty letters, you know, all this other stuff, you know, and you get this certain kind of dependency, this fake love. So I don't know. I understand it from the guy's point of view, but I don't understand about the women. So there's this, this, this niche out there for, for guys that are locked up and, She's not the first uh corrections officer to have fallen for this. It's happened on you know both, both ways. Um, uh, I just don't understand why somebody so close to retirement and, and being set would risk everything for a loser. That's the part that gets me. That could have been better planned. Uh, this is just an incredible story, dude. Yeah,
1: that's crazy. So, I, I I'm sure we'll see more of this come out because, like I said, it just all you know is sort of just sort of the facts right now, and you know sooner or later someone's going to get a hold of of her or something, probably and interview her. We'll we'll see, but yeah, definitely a a crazy eye catching story uh, this week. So that's all I got in, in the uh, in the world news beyond the heavy stuff today. That's uh, good enough, friend. dude. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, Fair enough. well, we got enough music, sports, and pop culture, but yes. let's get to some music. All right. Okay, so um, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees. Yes. Is done with this year. And interesting list for a lot of different reasons. Mm-hmm. You've got the, the about times. You got yep. the no. You got the no thank yous. <laughs> you got the what the heck's. <laughs> And you got the, who is that? So I thought it'd be kind of fun to talk about some of the the inductees on here. Uh, Sure. Certainly a Gen X feel on people from, you know, we grow up, uh, some from the MTV era and whatnot. Oh, yeah. And the first one on the list, uh, someone who we were listening to down in Kentucky, um, just two of the most talented people, the most underrated. Uh, people in music, definitely the most underrated guitar player I think in music. I think he's a brilliant songwriter and a brilliant player, and that's uh Pat Benatar and Neil Giraldo. I think yeah the greatest songwriters of our generation in the rock era. I am just floored that they are in finally should have been happened uh I like her the moment I heard her. I was a kid. And just grew up just loving everything that they've they pretty much done. I hated that little moment in her career when MTV tried to turn her into a pop princess. And uh, I'm glad that didn't last forever. She just got back to being a rock and roller. You know, remember she mm-hmm. went from, you know, the spandex suits and the boots. to All of a sudden, they got her in stupid makeup outfits and the drummers playing electronic drums and all that little pop crap. But uh, they're rock stars, man. True and true. Pat Benatar fan?
1: Oh, absolutely! Yeah, we we talked about her many times on this uh, on this show here. So the first female video uh, artist video yes. on MTV, the second video ever played was Pat Benatar. Hey, you look at this entire class, by the way. Think of this is a definitive MTV '80s video class. Tons and tons of, lots of ex- yeah. We yes, lots of of excellent yeah. songs and videos came from this class here, but. But yeah she's terrific i said i saw her years ago and uh you know both of them just never
0: got to see her st- fish
1: yeah you know what they're coming keith locally to the goodyear theater in stop it Ac- yes in the akron area please make summer. sure
0: you keep me abreast of that i got to go yeah
1: yeah this summer so yeah that d- definitely would be a good one good Excellent. one to go check out here but okay. yeah like you say super talented and, and yeah Happily married couple for many, many years. Yeah, that's the beautiful part about it. Now, we talked about MTV, Fish. Uh,
0: I don't think there's any other group that reeks of MTV uh, than the great Duran Duran. Yes. Um, Just decades and decades. uh, Incredible music. Their story is, 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 is something else. The things they've been through, the lineup changes, the whatever. But to be put in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, they are certainly deserving of it. They ruled MTV for a while. They have some of the most iconic videos we can ever remember. Hungry like the Wolf, the mm-hmm. Reflex, you know, and it goes on and on and on. Duran Duran,
1: I love Duran Duran. Even back then, it's just like at first glance, it's like ah, these guys are kind of pretty boys or whatever it is. But I tell you what, musically, so, top to bottom, one of the most talented bands yes. that came out of the eighties, top to bottom. Simon LeBron's a great voice. They have some new music that's out there as well. And the, like I said, the videos and everything is fun. And it, as a dude, your first, like I said, you're young, uh get really these pretty boys right. and all that. But as soon as you listen and watch and you know, pay attention yeah, and to they them, they really like developed. These guys they are were cool. a combination of rock, and they yeah. had a lot of soul and R and B in their music too,
0: man. Uh, one of my favorite bass players, uh, uh, Nick. He was just amazing. Uh, I, 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 I love that band. Loved everything they've ever done. Okay, so now, um, this is gonna sound strange coming out of my mouth. I'm not saying he's not deserving of it. I said, this is gonna sound strange coming out of my mouth. Eminem. Okay. It seems like yesterday he just, you know, he just came out. I remember when he came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of thought maybe it was, idea like a novelty act. Uh, even though his first hit was kind of catchy, I thought he was gonna be a novelty. I had no idea he would dominate like he has. Now, I'm going to tell you personally, as far as rap skills, he's one of my favorites. I think his skill is undeniable. I think he's amazing. Um, I used to think he had one of the better skills out there until I found out there are some rappers out there that are equally as good, if not better, but just don't get the the airplay and the notoriety uh, that he does. Um, I think a lot of that being a white guy has played to his favor and being unique and that that's fine. But, uh, I do recognize he is, he's an amazing writer. Uh, he has a couple of songs out there that are iconic, uh, kind of anthem rocks. Of course, um, lose yourself is is one of the most motivated music, uh, sports, uh, anthems we, we have out there. It's just weird hearing his name with such icons. When I can remember being an adult and hearing him come out, really weird. But do you think he's deserving it?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not a super modern rap fan per se. Okay, but uh, every song I hear of his, i like, it's. I guess you can't deny the fact the guy is great, right? Right. And right. what he does, and he definitely helped keep. You know, helped keep that. Uh, a style of music alive, of course, many guys did, obviously, but into modern uh, times, for sure. So, yeah, I mean, he's okay. definitely deserved it.
0: Now, these fish are in the performance categories, the ones we're naming so far, and we got four more names to go. Mm-hmm. and These next four names, I got to tell you, put these under, I can't believe they they weren't already in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Right. Uh, you talk about MTV Legends. How about the Eurythmics? Yeah, are you serious right now?
1: <sighs> Annie Lennox, man, her voice again—one of the ever. best in the '80s ever, hands ever, down, ever. Yes, yes.
0: I, yes. I can't believe they're—they're they're not already in there. And then, of course, this one is mind-blowing because he dominated the world uh, in a group and uh, as a single artist, and that's the great Lionel Richie. All the yeah. songs he's written for other artists. Are you kidding me?
1: Yeah, it is. It is interesting that it took so long. Is he, is he just now eligible I, since I his know. first? No, it can't be he, right, though. He was
0: out. He was out no, you're the right. He's 70s, been out longer. But the Commodores.
1: Yeah, just a so, The eighties yeah.
0: as a solo artist. I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, he's definitely man.
1: been around more than twenty five years yeah, as a solo I don't artist. Understand right. this. You got to I... explain
0: this to me. This guy is so loved. He got a uh, recognition on the Country Music Awards show. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. That shows his influence, and they were doing his songs, different ones. Tim McGraw, and whatever I believe Tim McGraw's his cousin, and and you would the whole audience was singing words to every single song. Man, it was amazing. That shows it, how influential he
1: is. Yeah, he wrote some huge hits, like you say, for a lot of artists, Kenny Rogers, yeah, not to mention his own Right? Yeah, you know, now, and his his right. style. It just it's not something I really loved, just mm-hmm. from a lighter rock perspective. But mm-hmm. again, he. You can't deny the fact that they're catchy songs. He sings his ass off. Oh, you off. can't deny it, and I yeah, love he's it. He's yeah. super talented, it. you know? And he's yeah. great on the uh, American Idol. Yeah, he's that, great matter, on so. there.
0: Now, this next one, I'm not like, what you call a huge fan, but, jeez, Carly Simon. Yeah. He's been around for, what, 60 years or something? <laughs> I mean, <laughs>
1: Definitely one of the female vocal vocalists of the 70s, that's yes, for sure. For sure. You know?
0: Now this, I say this last one because I said there in the beginning there were some interesting categories. We got the the about times and the and the who is that. This one is the one that I said is uh no thank you. The great Dolly Parton. Who yeah. not only is she under the no thank you category, we'll explain in a second, but she's definitely under, are you kidding me? This woman is a legend unto herself. Yeah. I mean <laughs> Dolly Parton. I don't know what else to say about that. Dolly Parton and she's just now being put into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but Dolly denied it, fish.
1: Yeah, first she said that she just it's she's not a rock and roll artist mm-hmm. and she she didn't want to have people voting for her and have others more deserve it, in her opinion as a rock and roll artist get into the Hall of Fame. She didn't want to be- prevent anybody her management team or somebody must have talked to her basically said, you know, it's not all about rock and roll. It's about this music. I'm, in general. And I'm glad and she said that she said, OK, I'll accept it if they put me in. And, I, and yeah.
0: I'm, I'm glad because I respect what she was trying to do. But she was short sighted when she said that, because sure. if, the, if this was the first year the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was ever created and she said that that would be different. But this has been going on since it's been, you know, invented. That yep. ship is sailed. We all know now. It has nothing to do with rock and roll, per se, as a genre. Mm-hmm. It is it is a music hall of fame. We understand that now. We gotta get used to that. Um they're pro- probably not changing the name anytime soon. Uh rock and roll is a phrase that was coined um by the you know great Alan Freed. Mm-hmm. And I think it stands for something other than a style of music and I think that's how they're looking at it. That's the only thing I can think of. So I'm glad she did because she means a lot to so many people. So that's
1: Yeah, fair. if you're talking if you're talking all-time female music artists on the Mount Rushmore, Dolly Parton is probably one of those bases on that mount. You know what I'm saying? Are you talking about her Mount Rushmores or <laughs> what, are
0: you, what are you saying, bitch?
1: <laughs> Be clear. <laughs> What I'm saying is, if if you were if, if one was going to build a Mount Rushmore of all time female music artists, so you're going to have yep. four women up on this Mount Rushmore, mm-hmm. their faces like the presidents, right? Yes. Dahlia Parton's probably, arguably one of those four women we'll get an on that out of me. mountain. Yes, we'll not that's get what an
0: argument I mean. out of me. Yep. There you okay. go. Now, this is when it gets fun here. Okay. Most excellent musical excellence award. This mm-hmm. is, I call this the Jays because you got Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Yeah. And I, my shop, Judas Priest.
1: Yes, finally. Now,
0: Judas Priest has been around so long. I mean, if you go on YouTube, you want to have some fun. Look up some of the early Judas <laughs> Priest stuff with the bell bottoms and the long <laughs> hair. And oh, the, yeah. The satin, like satin robes they are wearing or something. They didn't mm-hmm. know what to be. You know, uh, KK looked like he was a, a, a deep sea fisherman out in Florida, uh, <laughs> carting boats or something. I mean, it was just, it's just fascinating to see where they come from, how long they've been around. A band that totally reinvented themselves. Yes. I, I teach music history uh, to kids. And, you know, it's just amazing. One invention changed everything for a lot of bands who reinvented themselves between the 70s and 80s. And Judas Priest being one of those bands, ACDC was another one. They were more of a blues band, uh, 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 Black Sabbath as well. Uh, but it was the invention of the distortion box. You know, these groups had one sound and one sound only, and the distortion box came around and changed the sound of a guitar, and that was the birth of heavy metal. And and a band like Judas Priest, who was wearing unbelievable outfits, said, Hey, hmm. let's just totally reinvent who we are, change our style. They went from the the satin silk shirts to the leather and the spikes and the, yeah. the, the, the buzz saw guitar. Totally amazing. But you talk about hits longevity number of albums you want to be much mount rushmore heavy metal do this yeah. on that mount rushmore
1: oh yeah i agree with you 100 percent. it rob halford and him, himself as far as all time heavy metal vocalists yeah, without sure question is one of the best ever just uh and, and and there's so many, we all know there are hits if you're a fringe heavy metal fan, but you, yes. if you go back and listen to, I mean, as you know, and I know, but mm-hmm. there are deep cuts on so many, there's so many oh, yeah. awesome tracks out there that oh, just never gosh. got the radio airplay. They're, they're some of my favorites, some of my yes. favorites,
0: are the ones that never got any airplay. Unbelievable. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Okay. Now, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Some of you might know them from the Janet Jackson days yep. uh, They produced her first solo stuff um, These two are two of the most iconic producers uh, From back in the day uh, Lots of hits that they did themselves That they produced um, I think they should have been in there Because of their their uh, stranglehold on, on R&B since the 90s uh, But they're not very well known are you familiar with them at all?
1: Yeah, I. I weren't they involved in like in the, the, the time and and prints yeah. and all that yes, stuff as absolutely, well? Absolutely, right?
0: absolutely, yeah. They were in, that the time, right? in the time, after- right? Yep.
1: Okay. Yeah, so I know them from that from that era, and I, I knew about their work with uh, Janet Jackson. So, yeah, just the stuff they were involved in is terrific stuff for sure.
0: They wrote thirty-one top ten hits. Wow. You know how hard it is to write one. Sure. 31. So, um, pretty amazing. Now. They're not as famous as, uh, as uh Morris day. And of course, Jerome, you know, cause he got his name called out during the songs uh, when they were in the time, but you know, they played, uh, keyboards, percussion stuff like that. Um, but I, I certainly think they deserve to be in there. Now, who else we got here? We got... Oh, I lost my list here. (laughs) Rock and roll. Here we go. Performance (laughs) category. Those are the only two. Now, early influence awards, Harry Belafonte. That's a tough one. Harry Belafonte had one hit that I know of. Dale! That's true. Right. Night man. I want to go, and then and then the rest of his he was known for acting. So I don't know. I'm kind of iffy about that one. He's a legend for sure, a rock and roll hall of famer. I don't know. Uh, yeah. and Elizabeth Cotton, I don't even know who that is. Are you from? Yeah, no, nope. that call falls under the who category. <laughs> okay, and of course the uh other awards or categories we don't even know what they mean. Did anybody I forget? <sighs>
1: I don't think so. I think get hit all the, the main ones.
0: Okay. So I know the metal fans will finally be happy to see some of the legends in the, in the metal group finally get some respect. There are many others. Uh, Iron Maiden. Yes. I mean, if you put, put Iron Maiden's album sales up against anybody, against anybody, and they'll, they'll be respectable if not dominant, um, what they've done in the metal world and the music world,
1: um acdc are they in the rock
0: and roll hall of fame
1: acdc is I was in about there to yes say, they got it they're one of the first to, they were one okay. of the first to go in yeah
0: okay so yeah uh to see priest get in there is pretty amazing and uh happy to hear it
1: and we need more of that john with more of the heavier it know, spread
0: the genre. love out right yeah you yeah know, they, absolutely i kissed not a few years ago spread the Metallica love around. in
1: there, There's a few, some big ones in there, but they, yeah, they got to get more in there, you know, like you say, Iron Maid's definitely deserve it, you know, many more, you could argue.
0: Many more, to got okay. Well, so that's it. I got for music today. Uh, well, this day of music, just a couple of quick birthdays, man, I want to point out, um, you know, Tom Peterson's born in 1950 on this day, you're like, who's Tom Peterson? Only reason I mentioned Tom Peterson because he's the basis for the band Cheap Trick. He's like the one guy nobody ever knows his name. Hmm. <laughs> you know, so we want to say happy birthday to Tom Peterson, Cheap Chick, one of the great bands. Uh hit songs I Want You To Want Me and The Flame, uh, two of the biggest uh rock songs in history. Happy birthday to him. And of course, happy birthday to the man, Billy Joel. Billy Joel was born in nineteen forty-nine wow. on this day, man. Yeah, he's getting up there. Uh, We talked about MTV hits. Certainly, he's one of those guys. Great songs. One of my favorite songs in history of all music. Piano Man was written by by Billy Joe. And uh, happy happy birthday to him. Billy Joe fan?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just one of the greatest. Like I said, the writing, the performing, the singing. You like just said, it's one of the best ever. One of the best down.
0: ever. All right. Okay, man, let's get on some pop culture, brother.
1: All right, sir. Uh, a couple newer things. Now, have you seen the new Dr. Street? You haven't had a chance to see the Dr. Strange yet, Keith.
0: No, I was on my way to Kentucky when it came out. Uh, haven't had a chance to. Um, I would have went tonight, but I had to do some stupid radio show. So... <laughs> 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 So uh, I just
1: found out I'm not working tomorrow.
0: They called <laughs> off, so I think I might go see it tomorrow.
1: Yeah, we'll talk more about it. So no spoilers here, but I do want to uh, know what you think, though. I now I'm a Sam Raimi fan, anyway. Nope. Okay, okay. Now,
0: I was told it was Sam Raimi ish.
1: Oh yes, but I, even, I, I don't even know if ish. I'm gonna like it. <laughs> not even ish. It is a it is a S- Sam Raimi. Movie, so yeah, he did direct the first uh, Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. So there wasn't a lot of weird elements in that one. It was more of a traditional right. Spider-Man story. But you know, Sam Raimi, you may, or may not know, but if you're a fan, you definitely know he he directed the the Evil Dead Evil movies, Dead, right? Drag Me to Hell. Yeah, uh, I'm not a br- fan of
0: any of those movies. So I wonder if I'm I, gonna
1: like this movie. I love it because it's a, a lot of those are kind of he got it when he got into His we got into his groove. He was doing horror with some comedy in there so there's definitely so some violence and stuff but it's campy horror where he really started to make it a name for himself and Bruce Campbell the actor he has him and yeah
0: he's in a couple of movies. them
1: right all his movies oh. he at least is in a cameo and uh, Bruce Campbell you know uh, with, no, not to disappoint does make a cameo in this movie as well so that's
0: funny so how would yeah. you describe this
1: movie It is it's what people are saying, and that is that it is a they took the Doctor Strange character, which is already kind of a strange, you know, weird character to begin with with the sorcery and everything else, and they made this movie like a horror theme. There's a lot of horror themed elements in this movie. Okay. There was what it was a big storyline in the Marvel Comics where Wanda Succumbed to her darker self. It became more the Scarlet Witch because she went crazy because she was trying to, you know, it was it was all around her kids. I don't know the exact storyline how it went down, basically, but it's a similar theme to where her kids were manifested. She recreated her,
0: her life. Yeah,
1: right. Exactly. So that was a big. Storyline in the comics for some time, where Wanda was a, a villain. Okay, and they definitely were influenced by that storyline in this movie. So it really, so it's a, it picks up from the WandaVision series. Okay, so it's just it's it's basically that's it just picks right up from there. It has some tie-ins to the Marvel series that's mm-hmm. out there. So Loki helps set up the the multiverse. There's references to the what if. Animated series, even. I won't tell you what. Okay, Uh, There's a few scenes, Keith, when you get into this here, that you are going to flip out where I was like, oh, Oh my God, to see some of these characters that they they bring in. We we talk
0: about how cool Marvel is and how great they are doing something. And I'm hearing you talk about how they take off where WandaVision left off. Here this is a Doctor Strange movie, but they pick up off WandaVision. Marvel is so great at throwing this fist out here, but then hitting you with that one, man. I I love that. I love that about them, you know, and they they keep all their characters fresh. Hey, this is about this, but we're going to pivot off of this. I think that's awesome.
1: Absolutely. And you see it in the trailer. It's not a spoiler, but one thing about zombie Doctor Strange. There you have it. So, you will see a zombie. Yeah. Yeah. So, a lot of fun. You know, if you if you just don't like horror movies at all, there's still a lot of entertainment in this movie. Don't get me wrong, but definitely, if you are a horror or Sam Raimi fan, you will be you will definitely like it that much more. So, I think this character they could do that with. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. I also finished off. uh, No, again, no spoilers here, but the Ozark uh, final episodes dropped. I watched all seven. We'll talk more about it uh when people have a chance it's to not, absorb it, up. but it is it did not disappoint the ending again,'m not going to spoil it really but good, the good. the ending definitely made me sit back and reflect like wow that's a, i you know it was uh
0: well, I can't wait for us to talk about this uh, yeah I, I gotta catch up. I'm in season one still. I'm new to the show uh, Right now I'm doing the Ozark and redoing for the first time since it ended Game of Thrones. Really excited. Oh, my sister never watched Game of Thrones. Got tired of hearing uh, my nephew and I talk about it. And she said, you know what would be great? If you would watch it with me and kind of tell me what's going on, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and stop and, you know, give commentary or whatever. And that's been really fun for me. And I've been catching things. I didn't even catch the first time. So just doing that, because really I want to be a, reacquainted with it, because House of Dragons starts in a oh, couple yes. months.
1: That's right, so, the prequel.
0: Yeah, so I'm trying to do that, in uh, the Ozark get caught up, so we can talk more about it.
1: Okay, very good. Okay, we did have another uh, unfortunate to significant passing in the world of comic book artists. So last week we talked about uh, Neil Adams passed away, who was uh, huge in the uh, Batman world, especially in his time, he also drew for other comics. So we can go back and listen to our last episode there to uh, listen to more about uh, Mister Adams. Uh, George Perez uh, passed away, uh, age sixty-seven. The poor man had a battle with uh, pancreatic cancer. Uh, again, I, I I did not know his name, but right. another one. When I go back and look at his stuff, and I see what he was doing, I recognize the style right away. I, yeah, I the I, covers. I saw,
0: same here. When you said the name, I didn't know. Soon as I mm-hmm. saw the style, absolutely.
1: He uh he drew you know some iconic storylines like the Infinity Gauntlet uh in Marvel in the eighties, which was the inspiration for the Avengers movies, the whole Thanos Gauntlet uh, storyline. Uh he co-created the Teen Titans in nineteen eighty, and we know the Teen Titans is still huge in the pop culture and comic world today with animated shows and live uh, s- uh series on HBO Max. Yeah. Uh, and when uh, Wonder Woman in the '80s kind of rebooted, they brought her back into her uh, Greek mythology roots, and yeah. he drew her then and uh, kind of modernized her. And then his style of Wonder Woman is what influenced the director of the Wonder Woman movies today. So the the costume, the more modern, sleek looking Wonder Woman yeah. that you see in the movies, Which
0: is so important.
1: Yes, absolutely. You
0: know, Fish, we could do a whole show. Or at least the whole segment on the importance of, you know, the Marvel, DC, getting the right person to to draw and ink these characters, especially at a certain time in in history. You know, sometimes they need to be recreated, reinvented, or just updated. it's so important. And we talked about some of the great ones we've seen. Some have passed. Uh, Some of my favorites that are still around, like Jim Mm -hmm. Lee, uh, famous Mm -hmm. for some of his Marvel stuff. Uh, and, and the great Rick Magyar, actually, is a friend of mine. I know him. He did uh, my old band Shadowplay in comic book form uh, years oh, very ago, good. one of our best posters. So such a huge, important responsibility because it pins that character for years to come. You're sitting here telling me how influential he was uh, to, to the look of, of of this character today.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So if you're not that familiar with George Perez, look him up. Check out his covers and his his work. Uh, if you're a comic book artist or comic book fan, excuse me, you will definitely uh, enjoy his stuff. Uh, so we did have some better news. So this is this is exciting news. Actually, now it involves a a, a brand new rock and roll Hall of Fame performer, Keith it's Dolly Parton. Mm-hmm. Exciting stuff. She just announced that she will be starring in a TikTok... This is a sign of the times right here. She'll be starring in a TikTok musical to celebrate the return of the Taco Bell Mexican pizza. So the Mexican pizza, you may know, was removed from the Taco Bell menu. (laughs) Now, me personally, that was one of my favorite... That was one of my go-to meals. I didn't go to Taco Bell a ton these days, but I tell you what... It was a high chance when I went that that Mexican pizza combo was going to be purchased. They took it off the menu during the during COVID, probably for I think they they probably had to slim down their their selections for many reasons, okay. supplies, who knows. But it's it's returning. It's a whole huge marketing campaign. But like I said, it's a it's exclusive Parton. to TikTok. Dolly Park <laughs> will be singing. Whatever they're going to do with these these these, these videos I, to I celebrate any, the Mexican I have pizza. I nothing
0: to say. I am just lost right now. First of all, I'm just going to blow your mind. I don't remember the Mexican pizza. <laughs>
1: Second oh of my all, goodness! Of all
0: the artists, and I feel weird saying this. We just sit here giving all this love to Dolly Parton 20 minutes ago, but of all the artists, <laughs> Dolly Parton for TikTok. Stop it! I can't. I, I, I got nothing. <laughs>
1: hey. At the end of the day, money talks.
0: Money talks, baby. You
1: know, know what I'm saying? I mean, that lady doesn't need two more cents probably to her name. With uh, but she's just doing it for hey exposure and money and everything else that people do those type of things for. So, yes, indeed, TikTok musical. That's a, that's the age we're living in. TikTok musicals. We're gonna yes. make a TikTok musical. I like it. It's gonna be you and I starring. Uh, we're gonna be talking about how we uh, how we perform weddings and Skinner. Isn't something <laughs> like that.
0: You know, I might yep. like TikTok a little better for that. No, <laughs> I, I had TikTok on, on my phone, and I would say I'm going to get on TikTok for five minutes. Uh-huh. And an hour late, ten minutes later, I'm still yes. on TikTok, and I realize why it's called TikTok now, because you're sitting here wasting stupid time in your life. Easy to do. So I deleted the app off my phone for months, Now I put it back on, And I made a great discovery that I didn't realize the first time around. There's a search bar on TikTok. And you can put in what content you want to see. Okay. So, you know, I like putting in uh, health tips. Sure. You get some remarkable information, which I suggest you research afterwards. Don't just take it. You know, it's because somebody (laughs) on TikTok told you.
1: Good advice.
0: Drink this and you'll be. Right. uh, But. Uh, you know, a lot of it's really great information, and also I like hearing Kobe Bryant stories. I think he's an amazing okay. and an amazing work ethic. He was an amazing human yep. being, and I just can't get enough of the Kobe Bean Bryant story So, uh, wow, go ahead, Dolly.
1: <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, someone on TikTok told me if I drink one of these during the episode, it's more entertaining. So that's why going it. It was good on TikTok as well as Shaq. Look up yeah. Sha- Shaquille O'Neal. Super funny, but there's a lot of clips of his interviews and stuff where. Oh,
0: we watch him all the time. S- this dude is. He brilliant. He is
1: super. Yes, yeah, super. He's a smart. brilliant marketer. Yeah. yeah.
0: Stack is on it, man.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So there definitely is good content yeah. out there. Not sure the Dolly Parton Mexican Pizza musical counts as good content, but it is uh, interesting. Done
0: before his Count. time. I have to see it first.
1: <laughs> there you go okay so looking back in this week in pop culture history keith so uh, again we're shooting this on may the 9th 30 years ago today already uh the finale of the golden girls aired okay so uh, uh you we were talking about it off camera a little bit there where we were Sure, if they just canceled it or they were yeah. able to end it, and they were definitely able to end it. So, uh they brought in Leslie Nielsen as a love interest for was it Estelle, the older lady, the older Getty. one, uh, the older lady that you know that was on the show. So, oh, the
0: mom, yeah, yeah.
1: the mom, the mom. Yeah. So they brought him in. They got married, I think, on the last episode and a few things. So, yes,
0: just, yeah, okay, there was B. Arthur. Yep. And uh, not a Estelle Getty.
1: It was, uh, uh, it was uh, let's see, we had, we had Blanche, we had Uncle Lucas. Uncle Lucas was uh, Leslie Nielsen. Right. So, uh, so Dorothy's B. Arthur. And so they said, they schemed to teach Blanche a lesson by pretending they've hit it off and are getting married. During the elaborate ruse, they decided to wed for real. Oh, that was Estelle Getty. Uh, yes, okay. And Dorothy ends up moving out of the foursome's Miami home to live with Lucas in Atlanta. And then she came back, or something like that. So that's that's kind of how they how they ended it. But they they tie it all up. But I, I don't. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, I know what you're going to say because I'm with you. Because I, I don't want to accuse them of not promoting this well or having very little fanfare. But I pride myself on watching uh show finale, even if I don't like the show. Mm-hmm. I like finales. I think there's something. It's a moment in history. I don't like missing them. I never watched MASH. I didn't like MASH at all. Did not miss that finale. It was one of the greatest things I ever saw. Yep. (laughs) To this day. It didn't get me to start watching MASH. Still haven't watched it, but that finale was one of the best things I ever saw. And when I hear about a show, this is the the show finale. Not season finale, but show finale. I try to catch it. I didn't know Golden Girls had one.
1: Yeah. It was on for seven seasons. I don't remember watching... Two full episodes. It just wasn't a show that I really gravitated to. Right. You know, I mean, yeah. You know, you know.
0: My mom loved it. Uh, yeah. You know, so I, I've seen my share in time, a few episodes here and there. <laughs> uh, Blanche was a slut. Yeah. <laughs> Did that, I know. And
1: uh, and those ladies, know, was, there's there's some memes about this now too. Those ladies on that show were supposed to be like our ages today. Yeah, and that's something. That's how they were portrayed, like little wow. old ladies, and they were in their in their fifties. Yeah. Holy I heck!
0: Because the, the mom, she was she was a mess, man.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, so uh, I just thought it was interesting. Ye- yesterday, back in uh, eighteen eighty six, Coca Cola was created. So, oh, uh yeah, we talked about New Coke a couple episodes ago, and how what a fiasco that was back in. I think that was in eighty five. Yeah. So, I don't know. just caught my eye here. Uh, this is let's see tomorrow on May the so, but tomorrow May the tenth, nineteen thirty nine. Batman made his first comic book appearance, uh, the twenty seventh issue of Detective Comics, and let's see. By some to be some, it's considered by some to be the most valuable comic in print. One sold for over a million dollars in twenty ten. It introduced Batman by, of course, Bob Kane and writer Bill Finger, as you mentioned him uh, recently as well. So, yeah, I mean, we, you know, of course, we had a whole episode on the other podcast. If it's yeah. the idiots," You joined us for Keith and we talked about Batman and, uh, you know, recognizing all kinds uh, of Batman topics and all that. But, uh, yeah, many years ago, I mean, what's to say? What else to say is there about uh, about Batman?
0: It's fascinating when you think about it. Uh, you know, sometimes you just strike lightning in a bottle, but if you sit back and think what if the idea came to me to write a character that dressed up like a bat you would think that's that's not going to catch on, that's stupid it's, it's campy it sounds so dumb when you sit back and look at it, but is there any more iconic character now, now I know Superman is, is huge, but you can't relate to Superman like you can to Batman he's a real that's guy right. You know, right. and you know, Superman was, you know, he put his glasses on and got insulted as Clark Kennedy pushed around on purpose, but you always knew he could deck the guy. But Batman was like the first superhero that had like these real problems, you know. Parents were killed, fighting depression, you know, he's trying to put on this facade as a Playboy or whatever. Um, I I just think it's just fascinating how this guy just took off like it did. The whole story, the Bat Cave, the Batmobile, the Bat this, the Bat that. It sounds so hokey and corny, yet it's just the coolest thing in the world. We just absolutely love it, can't get enough
1: of it. Yeah, I'm with you. It's like uh, one of the very few superheroes out there that you know, I, as we know, it doesn't have any superpowers. The sheer yeah. will and determination mm-hmm. and sacrifice to. Get his and his intellect yes to 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 get his body and everything right a, to a billion
0: dollars don't hurt either but <laughs> that's that's
1: right that's right, and that's where we both enjoyed it as we had to reflect on the new Batman movie. It's just like right. the, the showing that side of him with the mm-hmm. the the intellect and the detective skills and the and the just the violence uh anyway so uh congrats to Batman and many 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 more yeah. issues. Also tomorrow, 50 years ago, uh, the Hulk debuted with the Hulk number one. So Stan Lee and Jack King Kirby co-created the Incredible Hulk. Um, I mean, for me, one of my favorite Marvel characters Hands down, is, yeah, obviously question. a very interesting character in the sense of he's not always the Hulk. They've had different, right. uh, as we know, variations of him where he was always the Hulk, but mm-hmm. it was the darker personality of you know, lies the... within uh, all of us. That's right. That's right. And uh, they came out of Bruce Banner. Uh, he has to battle that demon and mm-hmm. uh, just a very interesting... So originally, he just kind of turned into the Hulk at night. It was that whole type of thing. And then later, yeah, soon they... They uh, uh, evolved the character yeah, the to character where when Bruce Banger gets angry and, right, and he, the Hulk comes... Yeah, absolutely. So, tons of great storylines with the Hulk. Not the It hasn't really took off so much in the movies, but obviously television... Oh, uh, He's been great in you know, the Avengers. Well, they could get it
0: right. You know, they yeah. get the Eric Banner movie, which the story was stupid, and the Hulk yes. looked totally animated on there. Uh, the haircut was wrong. The green was too bright. And then, of course, the second one with uh, Edward Norton was so much better. It was was done really well, actually. But, of course, it wasn't to the Avengers movie where they really nailed the Hulk. Uh, yes. And certainly Bruce Banner was great, uh, played by... Uh, uh, you know what I'm talking about, but he does a great job. But Ruffalo, anyway, Mark, Ruffalo, Mark, Mark yeah. Ruffalo, yeah, there's a lot of great things about the Hulk that we can all relate to. Uh, you go back to the early, early uh, episodes, uh, the TV show, the campy TV show, and of course the famous line is, don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I was angry. You know, there's a, there's a side to all of us uh, that. Really, the Hulk wasn't created. The Hulk was already in him. It, you know, it's, yes. it's representing something. And I think that's kind of cool. I love the the quote in the uh the Age of Ultron movie at when they're having the party and Ruffalo's at the bar talking to black widow and she goes, Oh, waiting for this guy. He's kind of a jerk, but you know, he's kind of cool because he 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 doesn't get into a fight because he'll know he'll always he can always win the fight. You know, I thought that was really, really cool how she was lo- how she saw him. You know, and of course he doesn't see himself like that. He's scared to get in a fight. Not about winning, it's just about destroying everything, you know, because he had no control. So one of the greatest characters ever about losing control.
1: Yeah, absolutely. There was a just a terrific storyline of the Hulk in the in the eighties where he lost control. So the Hulk completely took over Bruce Banner at the time and he was just completely savage. he'd done this off and on for yeah. years, you know. And they banished the Hulk, and they had a whole storyline where you really understood the the backstory of Bruce Banner. They went all the way back and showed him as a child, and his uh, father was mentally abusive toward him and his mom, and it just that that was the start of the the just the pent up anger right. that he began to formulate as a child that came out uh, as the Hulk. So, yeah. you yeah, know, what my favorite like, part of uh, the
0: Bill Bixby series was. What's that? The ending with the credit. That haunting yeah. music and him walking the, the lonely highway.
1: Yeah, really a yeah. tragic character yeah, if you think about it.
0: Yeah, very tragic. It was awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so long live the Hulk. May he continue to smash for many, many more yes. years. <laughs> uh, on the 11th, May the 11th, back in 1997... Made a lot of news back then. I remember hearing about it at the time. But uh, chess champion Gary Kasparov mm-hmm. played a famous match. Do you recall?
0: Was it Big Blue?
1: Yes. Yeah. So deep Deep Blue. So Deep uh, Blue. It was deep an, Blue. Okay. That's okay. You had it though. You know what you meant. Is a computer? It was, yeah, an he IBM was big computer. And Deep and Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a whole thing in a computer. That they programmed to play chess outwit the uh yeah you know, the 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 world champion gary Kasparov so mm-hmm. uh let's see here so he was beaten by the computer let's see uh the I take that back so it was it was a nineteenth let's see nineteenth world champion sorry the next three games were draws. So he lost, and then he, he played the next three games to draws. The sixth game lasted only a little over an hour after just 19 moves. So,
0: wow. Yep. <laughs> That's, you know, I uh, remember that when that happened. And I'm looking back now, like, if, back then I would think, you know, that computer is the only as smart as whoever programmed it. Sure. Now, when I look at it, if this happened today, first thing you start thinking about is A.I. I think I'd be right. a little bit more challenging today and, oh, a little, yeah. and a little more scary. You know, you know, we, we talk about our imitating life. Uh, one of the scariest things about the Terminator movies uh, is the one term they say it self-awareness. You know, your computer can get so smart when it becomes self-aware. You're going to have a problem, you know. So I would be scared if that was happening today. If you were having a computer uh use the AI to think today, would it be able to compute enough that it would become self aware? That would be my biggest fear if it happened today. Back then I just thought, listen, whoever programmed this computer, that's who he's playing against. He's not playing against Deep Blue.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, I remember they had a they had a tournament as well that was like a computer that some of the graded Jeopardy champions played against on, mm. on one of the tournaments a few years ago whatever it was and i think the i think the current guy's hosting it uh, jennings i think he competed against this computer i think the computer won but anyway okay and then, then uh on friday the 13th back in 2004 another finale aired keith i wonder if you saw this one here the final episode of frazier aired oh, in 2004 Frasier. so 11 seasons uh Kelsey Grammer. I did watch Frasier off and on for, for several episodes. I didn't catch every episode. I don't even know that I really even remember the finale. No. But uh you know, certainly and you think about man, I, I don't know that it's really ever happened up to or since to where you had the you know iconic cheers show mm-hmm. and they announced, hey, we're gonna have a spin off of Frasier. and it's just like, eh, is it really gonna work? damn sure that it did
0: yeah and listen it worked as far as the show being successful and longevity but i didn't think it worked as far as a proper spinoff i thought cheers one of the greatest shows ever i i was so disappointed in frazier i never i watched a few episodes sometimes it was funny but i thought they really turned the character frazier was this quirky uh, psychiatrist, uh, you know, born, you know, kind of maybe a little bit spoon in his mouth, a little bit nerdy, started hanging around some of the quote unquote cool guys and, you know, started coming around and he had that kind of duality going uh, with right. the professional life and the bar life. And then I thought they lost that in the, in the, in the uh, Fraser show, you know, he was all, you know, all quirkiness, all psychiatry. Yeah, I just totally hated that show. I thought his brother and father was snotty. I didn't like them at all. And I hated yeah. that freaking dog. So I, I never liked the show, so I didn't know they had a finale.
1: Yeah. yeah, you're right. It was it was a whole different vibe. They had yeah, I think Ted totally Danson would show up every so often. Right. And they would visit and yeah, that was their only really real tie in to, to Cheers. It really was some
0: of the greatest episodes of Cheers when Frasier was you know, doing his thing, and I yeah. thought if they would have kind of rolled like that, it would have been great.
1: And there's, uh, I don't know if it's still in development, but there was at least there was talk that they're going to bring it back at least for a limited run. Wow, as all the, some of these shows are bringing back for limited runs to, yeah, okay, you know, I wanted to clip capture Clayton. the nostalgia that's so that would have been interesting yeah like a cliff and norm doing yeah, something absolutely. or something like that i don't know cliff and norm prank phone call uh <laughs> shorts or something like that that would be good yeah yeah so that's uh that's that's what we got in the world of uh this week in pop culture sir okay. or where we are Right at about the top of the hour. Oh, Do you have any fast. other it sure did? Do you have any other announcements you want to make, uh, Keith? Anything yet coming up or uh, not your-
0: too soon, but uh on June twenty-fifth, I'm telling you now, so you get tickets early. Mm-hmm. Um, I will be doing a Motown review show. So I'm kinda excited about that. Um that's gonna be June twenty-fifth at uh ooh, La Pizzeria. That's at thirty. Let me make sure I can read here. It's at 3656 Dressler Road, Northwest in Canton. Um, Mm -hmm. This is a Spotlight Dinner Theater uh, concert. It is a Motor City Musical Review, a tribute to Motown. I'll be playing drums. Uh, Tickets are $39.95. Includes your dinner. Going to be a great show. Um, You can just type in uh, a Motown Tribute Concert in Facebook. And get ticket information. So we'll be announcing that later down the road. we got plenty of time for it. But I know some people are getting tickets now. So wanted to put it out there. Remind us
1: when that Mixed Nuts show is Yes. Oh, my gosh.
0: Duh. (laughs) That's right. No. Yeah. Well, we just got our new manager, guys. No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Coming up here in about, what, three weeks? Three and a half weeks. uh, Mixed Nuts will be at Roma's. And Mogador on uh, June 4th, so that's on the first Saturday in June, okay. uh, starts at 8 o'clock. Come on, check out my band, Mixed Nuts. We cover everything. We are the ultimate country, hip-hop, rock and roll, heavy metal, dance, ultra jazz, spaz band, and uh, you'll have a good time. You'll hear about yeah. a little bit of everything. So Aromas uh, Pizzeria on Magador Road in Magador, Ohio, Saturday, June 4th. Thanks,
1: bitch. Very good. Yeah, absolutely. If you're in the Akron, Northeast Ohio area, go see them. They are a lot of fun. And Keith... Thank you, brother. He plays his ass off, really. Super talented drummer, so go, go you, check sir. them out. A lot, lot of fun. A lot of fun. So, okay. And maybe you could ride your bike to that show.
0: Where can I get a bike?
1: You might get a bike at RPM Bike Shop. Ah, yes. Uh, quality electric bikes, uh, family business, Carrollton, Ohio. Look them up on Facebook, RPM Bike Shop. Uh, all information is there. Contact info, uh, quality electric bikes at an affordable quality. price. And uh, they're coming up to. They're going to be in some re- local uh, showings. But all the information is out there oh, on good. the Facebook page. Yeah. So. They need, yeah, look, check, they need check to check them be out more. Yes. A- absolutely. I saw a guy on an electric bike on the on the trail the other day, and it just that was it was slick. I mean, that's he could. You get pedal if he needed to pedal. And if you need to get that electric charge to give you could get an extra boost to get you through, uh, if you're tired or some tougher terrain or whatever it is, you hit that uh, electric. Awesome. Yeah. And yeah. So if you're into that type of thing, you will definitely enjoy a good quality electric electric
0: bike. All right. Awesome. So. now, fixed? All right.
1: Yes. In Skinner's
0: absence, mm-hmm. he sent me a script. He said, You have to close the show for me. Because I'm not there. Okay. And, and do it like I would do it. So he sent me a script. He said, read it verbatim." Okay. So,
1: All right, ready? All right. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm
0: ready. Okay. That's the end of our show. So well, thank you for watching this show. Our show will be back uh, next week. Uh, we'll, we'll do another show. Uh, Nicholas Cage did a show one time. <laughs> It's really good, uh, but but thanks for watching the show. Uh, see you guys next week.
1: <laughs> yes, that he's gonna kill. Me. That was that was perfect. Thank you. Rich. That was perfect. I, I thought I, I didn't close my eyes. I thought it was Skitter there for a second. Yeah. you're listening, eyes and watching ears. we appreciate it. All right. Oh, we're dead meat. Yeah. Hey! Oh gosh! Yeah, but when he gets his credentials, ministry yes, gets yes, credentials, yes. then we will not be permitted to to.
0: We love you, brother Get back jokes. here! Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, enjoy your time, Skinner. Have fun fishing with the family. It's a beautiful Carolina. So absolutely. So all right. So for oh, Keith Porter, I'm Brian Fisher. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Tune in again each and every week for new episodes of It Came From Gen X, so stay strong, Gen X.
0: Take care, everybody.